Episode 223 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. How many more episodes? Well, not sure yet, but I appreciate you being patient with my ability to communicate or inability. Thanks for hanging in there with me. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I've always said there are lessons to be learned about life and business through sports. Well, Jennifer Strong McConaughey agrees. She works at a Wichita marketing firm, but she's also an endurance runner, mountaineer, and wild swimmer. She's written a book called Go Far, How Endurance Sports Help You Win at Life. She joins me to talk about that on today's podcast. First, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. It's being called the first domino to fall in an important revitalization plan, the restoration of the historic Dunbar Theater. Reporter Shelby Kellerman has an update on that effort and the plans to revitalize the area. That's on page 14. Also this week, two full pages of photos from our recent Marketing Awards event. That's on page 18. This week's list, Commercial Real Estate Brokers, page 8. And this week we spend 10 minutes with David Thorne. He's the CEO of Plain Solutions. May not be what you think. That's on page 23. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One significant way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly leads section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week is in the back of the Wichita Business Journal. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created Business Solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Jennifer Strong McConaughey, welcome. Thanks so much, Bill. It's great to be here. I want to talk about the book in a minute, but we want to get to know you a little bit better. Where'd you grow up? I grew up right here in Wichita, and um, I've always lived really close to uh, the Big Arkansas River and the Little Arkansas River, so I like to feel like I'm connected to the prairie in Kansas and our prairie rivers. Were you a North High grad? Absolutely, yes. Okay. What did your parents do? Um, my dad had a small business. Um, he's an entrepreneur, and uh, my mom was a dental hygienist. And brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. You are? Yes. Wow. Um, where'd you go to college? I went to K-State, um, and I'm a, a journalism and a major as well, emphasis in NPR. So I know that we've, you know, I've connected over the years at some K-State alumni events and stuff as well. Absolutely. You bet. Well, where has your career taken you, and what do you do now? 
Well, I, um, in high school, I, I went um, to a program called Outward Bound, which was an outdoor leadership school um, in the Northeast. And after that, my parents came out to pick me up and we did some traveling around the Boston area. And I met someone um, who in, in historic Boston, um, when we were touristing around and learning about America's history, um, I met someone who worked at international public relations. And I thought that that sounded really fun and glamorous and I liked people and events and, and I really liked writing, uh, which actually had a lot to do with, with the career field uh, that I didn't necessarily know as a young person. Um, so I went to K-State um, after, after high school to uh, major in PR specifically. And I also went there to be on the co collegiate rowing team. I, I wanted to do that. I'd seen seen the rowers on uh, the little Arkansas River growing up, and, and I wanted to take a, a detour from running and, and swimming competitively and, and do try rowing. Um, and so I knew af after college that I really wanted to work in an agency. I, I had several opportunities to work in corporate and nonprofit, and I knew I wanted to go the agency route. Um, and I knew that I wanted to come back to Wichita because I had, had lived some other places and traveled and uh, my family and friends were here. And I kind of had that appreciation once I left. So I have worked at Nyan Associates Smarter Marketing Agency um, for the past 16 years in Wichita. Um, and the company has a real longevity. Um, it's been around for 40 plus years uh, in the Wichita market. And I have absolutely loved agency life because uh, while I've worked there for a long time, it, it's never the same job. Uh, we get new clients, new projects, new industries, all the time. And so I feel like I've been able to grow and evolve and our changing media and digital landscape has been so fun to live through and try. And I've had opportunities to constantly um, stay curious, follow my interest and, and learn new things, learn new clients and learn new industries, meet new people. And so working in an agency, while it's the, the same job, it, it's not. Um, and so that's given me this huge variety and huge realm of experience that's been really rewarding. New professional races to run every day, it seems like, right? Right. And so on the side, uh, you know, when you, when you, you we get this career and kind of a desk job, um, I've always been an endurance athlete and outdoor athlete. And so I pursued lots of adventure racing and triathlons um, my entire life. Um, now, how did you get into that? I, I got into it as a kid. Um, my dad actually has a physical education background, uh, but more than that, he has this like adventurous spirit uh, that I, he and my mom instilled in me. Um, and so I was always an outdoor kind of free range child uh, before we called kids that. And uh, I, I grew up doing triathlons and competitive running and 5Ks all over, all over Kansas, all over the Midwest, throughout the United States as well. Um, and so I just kept adding to sports. I just kept trying new sports and combat sports combinations and triathlons and adventure racing. And then I got into ultra running as kind of a next phase. Um, and we've talked over the years a little bit about some of that. And uh, because I had the swimming background, I could try some marathon open water distance swimming as well and mountaineering because my dad got me into that. He wanted to go climb some of the seven summits of the world. And we had actually done one in Australia as, uh, as a young person on a family vacation. And so I kind of had that. Uh, so I thought, you know, let, let's, let's go to Colorado. Let's train on 14ers and let's become a, a big summit climber at the same time. Amazing. 
what have been your most challenging races and distances? Well, definitely that first hundred mile mile run, um, kind of the process of becoming an ultra runner. Um, you know, I, I'd always done shorter races, but you kind of taking that next step and saying, okay, I'm going to do a marathon. And then after a marathon, I just kind of kept going, um, and really got into ultras and going through that process of, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know until I actually get out there and try it. Um, and doing so, you know, adding on, starting out slowly, doing you know 50K and then 100K and then a 50 miler and then a 100 miler and, and just kind of adding on more as I felt more and more confident and had the experience um, going in addition to that, uh, kind of doing ultra runs a- around the world too, because uh, that kind of took the notch up as well, because I wasn't training somewhere where I knew the, the route or the, the country or anything. I, I, and that gave me a way to travel and see the world while also pushing myself extreme ways, mentally, physically, emotionally, all, all the, all the different ways. So that, that, um, kind of rounded out my approach, uh, as not just kind of, you know, doing the easy stuff is finding really hard, challenging things to do. Um, so that I could, could have this, I, I call it multilateral personal development going on at all times. So uh, trying to be a really well-rounded person that's reading and studying culture and kind of being a global citizen as well. What's your longest distance run? Um, well, uh, on uh, one day, 102 miles, but I've done um, several races that have lasted uh, three days, like three days of running over a marathon each day. I've done one run that was you know, five, a five day stage race. And so I, I would run all, uh, over a marathon each day, but then you stop, but then you wake up the next day and you get up in the middle, you're camping, you're in the middle of nowhere and you do it again. Um, and I've also gone on several expeditions of, of like climbing um, some some mountains that, you know, are up to two weeks that you're just kind of um, out, out there training and, and living in, in uh, huts or barrels or cabins or tents on the mountain kind of thing. So um, if you want to know the real dirt, the longest I've gone without a shower is 14 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> I bet that was a heck of a trip right there. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, my feet hurt. Just having you describe running 102 miles in one day, man, that's something else. Um, The name of the book is Go Far, How Endurance Sports Help You Win at Life. Talk about what that means. Well, what that means is that I wanted to write a book that shared some of these stories, some of these stories of traveling to Iceland and running across the Canary Islands and going to Africa and swimming to Asia. I wanted to write a book about stories, Um, but I also wanted to give readers really firm takeaways um, because I do work in PR and marketing and sales. And so it's always what's in it for, for the end user. So I wanted that to be really clear up front in the book. Um, and so that is, is the element of you can take these principles of endurance sports and you can apply them to your business life, your personal life, your family life, your hobbies, your recreations, your goals, your achievements. Um, and so 
go far uh, is part of my personal motto, um, which is run long, climb high, swim deep, go far. And I kind of have developed that over the years competing in these things. So that kind of ended up being the title. Um, and then how endurance sports can help you win at life. Those uh, speak to three pillars that I discuss in the book that take these principles of endurance sports and show people in really fun, different, creative, unique ways, concrete ways that people can apply the, the ideas behind endurance uh, to their business lives or their personal lives or any, any area that you are wanting to set a goal and achieve it, whether that's getting new clients or finding new business or reading more books or uh, thinking differently and wanting to be outside or trying a new sport. Give us an example of how you can directly sort of put that into context, your experience with an endurance race and doing something in business. Connect that for us. Sure. One of the things that I have learned through endurance is the ability to really stick to something and to problem solve. And so when you are out uh, in the desert and you're running for five days on end, you have to figure out how, how am I going to eat? How am I going to fuel myself? How am I going to find water? Uh, how am I going to get clean at the end of the day? How am I going to rest? How am I going to find shade? And so you get really good at problem solving and you get really good at saying, okay, I've got to make it to the next checkpoint, or I've got to make it to the end of the day, or I've got to make it to the end of the halfway point or the end of five days. And so when you break that down, that resiliency and that stick to itness and that focus that you gain from from competing in endurance sports, or or if you're not wanting to compete in them, you're wanting to read about the, the, the tools that endurance athletes use. When you apply those to your everyday life outside of sport, everything else seems easier and it seems manageable and it seems doable because you've had these experiences where you've really had to put yourself and everything you have on the line. And so when you have to stand up and make a big presentation, it's not that it's easy, but it's easier than it was before because you know that you can do it. Whenever we're challenged, we're under stress, we have an internal dialogue, that voice inside our head when you're on one of these endurance runs or swims, what does your inner voice tell you? Of course, a lot of times we keep telling ourselves, boy, I'm going to quit. I can't do this. What does your inner voice tell you? That is an amazing question. And that is why you're such a good journalist, Bill. That's very deep. and, And I love that question. Um, I think it kind of depends on, on where I'm at in the process, but I do try to be really positive. Um, and, and like, there's tons of literature and I I just love this subject so much. I feel like I can go in so many directions and talk about it so much, but, uh, to sum it up, you can do it, keep going, you can do it. Um, and, and whether that's through believing in yourself or tapping into a higher power or um, being really strong mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, um, I, kind of, I kind of delve into those four facets. Um, but to, to sum it up succinctly, it's just that you can do it. Uh, we can't all go out and run ultra marathons or do the Alcatraz challenge like you've done. Uh, it sounds like we can still take lessons from your book. 
absolutely. And, and that's what I want people to understand um, and take away is that there are some really fun, inspiring stories in this book, but there are also ways that you can take the, the pillars and the tenants that I've used to compete in ultra distance uh, climbing and running and biking and swimming. And you can use some of these resources and guides and, and that can apply in any way that is appropriate to you. Um, it's doing what you can. Uh, it's, it's just making a way uh, it's, you know, if you just want to set a goal of getting outside a little bit more each day or taking your pet on a walk or being, a, a being there with your children and encouraging healthy, productive behaviors. Like I touch on all of that in the book and it, it doesn't have to be a huge ultra marathon goal. It can be whatever goal or is important to you. You can use the uh, theories and ideas that I discuss. And I would imagine you know, you really have to take care of your body and the wear and tear that those races can put on a body. Um, just like we need to take care of ourselves when we're, you know, at work or at home trying to balance life. Um, I would imagine you've had a lot of experience trying to heal and stay healthy so you can keep going. Yes, for sure. Recovery is a huge part of, of the overall continuum uh, because you can't go out and push yourself every day, whether that's physically or, or even if you're just grinding it at work, you have to find, um, and I, I have several, several words and, and groupings and theories that I kind of spell out, but I do talk about the importance of finding stillness, uh, creative movement that, that is moving differently. It's not just going out and running straight on on the road every day? How can you find creative movement? Um, how can you think differently to go outside and explore and tapping into that um, age old uh, desire that's in all of us to explore our surroundings, understand where we come from, understand the world around us in a really local way, a regional way, a national way, and then even a, a global way as well. How do we all play into that? So it, again, it's not just about like going out and like killing it and being a super athlete. It's, it's this overall balance of, of being an athlete and, and using those skills, but also being a professional and, and a, a, a parent or a, a partner or, you know, even owning, owning a pet as well. I the Siberian Husky. He, he shows up in the book. He shows up everywhere. So uh, I like to throw him in there as well. He has a real spirit of adventure that, that shines through. <laughs> I mentioned Alcatraz. Talk about that challenge, what it is. People may not be familiar with it. And what was that like? I love the escape from Alcatraz because it is something that um, is very, it's very American. So I, I like to find things in America that sort of speak to the American spirit, speak to who we are at, as a country, as a culture. So like iconic spots. So Alcatraz was a federal penitentiary in San Francisco Bay, and it's an island. And so um, it's supposedly inescapable, but there's all of these stories and movies and books um, that have been famous through the years of people that do escape. And the big question is how, because the water's really cold. There's lots of currents that you have to navigate and there's sharks. So I signed up to do a swim, an organized group swim, uh, but I kind of had to overcome some of that, that fear. Uh, sure. because you 
you do have to navigate the currents and the water is like 50 degrees um, and the distance can depend on the day. It could be a really um, uh, sunny, nice day, not a lot of chop, or it could be a terrible day and you could end up swimming a lot farther than you're planning on it and get off course or, or get caught and kind of have to struggle and, and use all your energy up. Um, so I had to, uh, really train for the event, for the distance. And then mentally I had to prepare for being in that cold water and, and start wearing, um, several different layers of neoprene, um, so that, and, and train slowly to get used to the shock because, uh, what you do on the escape tackle trust swim, you ride in a boat some sort of ridiculous boat. You're all huddled with a bunch of other swimmers in your wetsuits because it is really cold. Um, you're huddled together on this boat and they, they stop right on the island. And then you just jump off the boat in the middle of basically San Francisco Bay in the ocean and you have to swim to shore. Um, so it's this otherworldly feeling. It's invigorating. It's scary. It's fun. Uh, one of the things I absolutely loved is that I got to see the San Francisco skyline from the water. And it was a really unique view and something really special. So again, that inner voice, one of the things that I was, was thinking is, first of all, I was singing all of the songs that uh, have to do with San Francisco, right? Because they're upbeat and fun. And some of them, some of the country songs are kind of sad, but like, you know, all through, all through time. <laughs> and, uh, and then I was telling myself, you know, this is really special, like enjoy being in the water, enjoy this liquid, uh, freezing cold. I can't feel my feet, but like, enjoy it because this is really unique and special. Special. And so that's a, another thing that you get from, from pushing yourself, pushing your boundaries and, and, and going outside and competing or just experiencing doing some sort of unique event. You have this amazing experience. So then when I got back to work and had to, had to do my job, I was energized. I was focused. I felt like I could perform. Um, so those are kind of some of the things that, that I delve into in the book. <laughs> I get winded going across the pool. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Swimming Not is for no me, joke. but yeah, that's a great deal. The name of the book is Go Far, How Endurance Sports Help You Win at Life. The author and my guest today, Jennifer Strong McConaughey. Jennifer, where can we find the book? The book is available locally in Wichita at Watermark Books and Cafe. Um, it, it comes on sale September 28th, 2021, uh, but it's available for pre-order right now. Um, so you can, you can still buy it. So you can call or go into Watermark and pre-order it, or it's also on Amazon. It's in Barnes and Noble. It's on Penguin Random House. So it's a big target. It's basically available anywhere books are sold. Um, you just go in and hit add to cart. Um, and then when it does officially come out on September 28th, it'll come straight to you. Um, so it's, it's available. It's out there. It's super, super, uh, convenient and easy to get. And I, I just want to get it in as many hands as possible because, uh, one of the things about the book is that it does celebrate being from the Midwest. It does celebrate being from Wichita. It doesn't say that you have to move to the coast or live in a big city to have a successful career or to be, to find success uh, and achieve things in life. And I think that that's one of the things that we're trying to do in Wichita right now, uh, various groups in the business community is that we, you, there are opportunities here. And my book just says, if you can't find an opportunity, go out, find one and make it. Love that message. That's exactly what we're trying to do. So I appreciate it. Jennifer, congratulations. And uh, we'll be looking for the book when it comes out. Thank you so much, Bill. Take care. You too. Well, that's it for BizTalk with Bill Roy this week. 
episode 223. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Kirk Semenoff, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.